and Beside LMCs, the professional voice of general practice. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Humberside LMC's podcast. This is another edition of the Practice Manager Update, which means I'm joined again by our podcast team. So I'm Jonathan Appleton, Communications Manager, and we've also got Maddie Clifford-Roper, Business Support Officer with the LMC. Hi, Maddie. Morning, Jonathan. And we've also got Dr. Roland Schreiber, Medical Secretary at the LMC. Hi, Roland. Morning, Jonathan. So it's January of 2023 and we've had our first practice manager reference group of the year. So we'll get started. A lot going on as usual. And so we'll kick off with the first item, which this time was interface issues, Roland. Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. Uh, Again, thanks very much to the practice managers who uh, give us feedback on any interface issues, which we do raise via the appropriate channels. We discussed a few items uh, at the recent meeting, the first one was around radiology. So there's still significant concerns from practices about delays in getting appointments and also delays in the actual reporting of this. So we fed them back to the uh, contracting team at Huth. It seems to be more sort of a, a North Bank issue than it is South Bank. And they'll hopefully be providing us with an update in terms of waiting times in the near future. So uh, we've asked for that information, which we can then share via our channels. Uh, we had a brief discussion about the, uh, say sort of the slight lack of menopause clinic availability. And again, I've raised that with the providers, again, on the North Bank, and uh, we discussed the, the lack of the services on the South Bank. But we're in discussions with both North Links and North East Links place in terms of what's available for GPs. Uh, we'll hopefully discuss it at our next committee meeting and we'll, again, we'll provide an update via the usual channels. Uh, there was some feedback from practice managers regarding the asks in terms of uh, blood tests and follow-up from patients being seen in the emergency department. Uh, and again, that's been fed back. So hopefully that should be less of an issue And I think just the last thing we touched on, actually two, I think we spoke briefly about advice and guidance. Uh, Some practice managers had given us some feedback on services which maybe weren't offering that. So I've gone back to Alex Lazenby, who's the contract lead at Huth, and she's very kindly agreed to uh, provide the LMC with a list of the various departments and what advice and guidance services they will provide. Hopefully we'll be able to get that out uh, as soon as possible. And at the time of the meeting, there was an ambulance strike again. And so we signposted the practice managers to the BMA website, which is very clear in terms of practice responsibilities in arranging transport if they need to get patients into hospitals. So it's just worth reminding practice managers about that information again. And please contact the LMC if they're having any issues. Uh, We don't have any... uh, strike sort of over the next few days as far as I'm aware Um, but you know that may come to a head again so please make sure that you know where that information is and I think that was probably about it in terms of interface Jonathan. Okay thank you Roland. Next item you again Roland ICS updates. Yes I think again at the time of the meeting it had just become clear to us uh, about who the Uh, Director of Clinical and Professional Services are. So there's three uh, appointments 
uh, one that will cover the North and Northeast links area, and that will be uh, Dr. Andy Lee and Dr. Ector Elston. For the Holland East riding area, it is uh, James Crick, and we have a similar job share up in the North patch, uh, which we can provide the names if needed, but uh, we'll hopefully have discussions with them uh, and just see how they sort of fit into the ICS structure and what support they can provide uh, practices. Probably something along the lines of the clinical leads at the CCG, uh, when they were still in existence uh, but hopefully over the weeks and months to come we'll have a better idea of how they should be able to support primary care and then we discussed the letter that the LMC had sent the ICB uh, to request uh, COF and IIF payments uh, to be protected unfortunately this is a national steer uh, and we did receive a response from our own ICB uh, saying that they wouldn't be able to protect those payments but are looking at alternative ways through the transformation funds uh, to be able to support practices. But the LMC is continuing to canvas on behalf of practices uh, in terms of hopefully being able to protect some other payments over winter, so maybe things like the enhanced services. And these are discussions that we're having with uh, different place leaders at the time. Uh, I don't think there was anything else from an ICS there. It was just those two that were the main points. Okay, thank you, Roland. And IT updates over to Maddie. Oh, thanks, Roland. Um, sorry, Jonathan. Yeah, there were a couple of uh, quick. Should we? Do you want us to do that bit again? Yeah, go on, just just start with thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. Um, yeah, just a couple of really quick things under IT. Actually, um, one of the PMs that attended the meeting uh, raised the issue of there being quite a lot of blocked websites, which seemed to be quite a new thing. Um, so, just sort of standard websites that people had been able to access before were now being were now being blocked. Um, he had been raising this with N3I to find a solution they were working on it um, it seemed to be that using edge rather than chrome really helped um, but other pms were encouraged to contact n3i if, if this was an ongoing problem for them same around um previously approved usb sticks they were also now becoming blocks that needed to be flagged with it if it was an issue um, we talked very briefly about um sort of the ongoing issues around access to patients medical records and deceased patient records um i had uh, offered to arrange for Barry Jackson to attend one of our meetings it, probably in a couple of months time when we'd been working with these couple of new systems um, for a little while just to see uh, what issues they'd thrown up um, so I'm, I'm still on with that um, but in the interim some issues were raised around other external organisations contacting practices for patients' records. Um, a couple of examples that were given were NEX and the ICB. Um, and this was causing quite a lot of work for practices because the process within those other organisations didn't really seem to be up to scratch and particularly robust. And this was just becoming a bit of a pain, really. So um, I offered to, to raise that with N3I to see if we could get uh, so just a bit of a, um, an advice, some advice around how to approach those organisations to make sure that they were approved and what the best process was. So I'm going to take that away and get that sorted. Um, and that was pretty much it around IT. Thanks, Maddie. It's useful stuff to know. Um, so next, uh, GPAS and Opal Refresh. Roland, did you have anything to, to mention on GPAS? Yeah, just briefly. Thanks, Jonathan. Uh, I, I know we've spoken about GPAS on a number of occasions. Uh, the way the conversation went uh, this time round was actually more around the, the, the OPAL reporting, uh, which many practices are doing. So thanks to all of the practice managers for their feedback uh, and discussions, because I think it helps 
us as an NMC to look at sort of what what is important for practice managers in terms of reporting and how we can help. So uh, there were discussions about open and in particular the recent changes to the reporting uh, that there's now a default reporting uh, mechanism whereby all practices will uh, be given an OPAL 1 rating unless they change that uh, and there was some concern understandably uh, of this happening and so what we've done as an LMC we've, we've written to the ICB this week uh, to request that that decision is reversed and that we have further discussions with our local NHSE team as well as the ICB and our colleagues up at your LMC who are having the same issues to see if we can find a workable solution and that will also sort of help us to understand how GPAS and OPAL are working you know there might be some overlaps in terms of what information we're getting and we just want to get it right in terms of what we can offer practices in terms of a simple straightforward reporting mechanism and then what support can be offered to them if they raise any significant concerns so again it's a case of watch this space plenty of discussions taking place and hopefully maddie and i will have an update at the february meeting uh, with regards to this thank you roland maddie there's a couple of updates about um posts and personnel at the lmc do, do you want to fill people in yeah, I'll, I'll bundle this all in together. Um, so we have had people may or may not already be aware from the content of our newsletter that you that you kindly sent out send out every month. But we've had some significant changes in personnel at the LMC. So Simon Barrett, our previous chief executive, left us at the end of last year. He has been replaced by Dr. Zoe Norris, who obviously um, was already a medical director with the LMC, but she is now in a dual role of CEO and uh, medical director so Zoe's been getting cracking with lots and lots of things and is very busy so so that's that's been quite a big change for us the other change is that Carrie Smith who was our primary care support manager um, also left us at the end of last year so we've kind of got interim arrangements going on at the moment with our support offer which I'll, I'll come to uh, with the next item and so they're two losses, but we do have a gain, or we will do soon, which is uh, we had a vacancy for an interface officer. This vacancy closed actually on Monday, um, but at the time of the meeting, it was still open. So I was encouraging all PMs to have a look at the pack and recommend this to anybody who might be suitable and or interested. Um, we had an overwhelming level of response in our constituent survey about how our constituents felt that the interface was obviously a huge area that needed our attention, which was not unknown to us. We, we know that what an enormous issue it is, um, as featured at this meeting um, every month. And we felt that actually dedicating one person to dealing with all of those issues, answering all of those queries, attending all of those meetings and just being able to give it the huge amount of attention that it that it requires and deserves uh, would be a fantastic addition to our team. and and to you know our constituents really so we're very excited about this opportunity um, we are hoping to have had some really fantastic applications um, and to find somebody suitable and enthusiastic about the role so uh, watch this space because we'll be making an appointment in the next few weeks um, and then and then announcing it after that and that person can get started so yeah we'll probably invite them along to one of these meetings once they're in post um, did you want to say anything more about that Roland because you've been quite involved in this yeah no we as I say it's uh great opportunity for us to further our, our interface work uh, and I've really spoken to our trust colleagues as well as our place colleagues just giving them the heads up and we'll be arranging meetings in the future just for them to get to sort of know the players in the secondary care system because it is it is quite a vital part of the work that we do so yeah. uh, hopefully we'll be able to make that announcement in the next few weeks. 
exciting. Do you want me just to carry on with the practice manager support? Yeah, go, go for it, Maddie. Yeah. So um, this was, I just covered this very briefly in the meeting because as I say, we're sort of a key person down in terms of Carrie leaving us. So, um, and we're in a really transitional period as an organisation, obviously with a, new, with a new leader. So we are currently reviewing the primary care support offer that we've got, seeing what we need to uh, continue and reinstate for this coming year, um, what's worked, what didn't work so well, what we can resource and all that sort of thing. So we are still enormously committed to delivering um, support to our practices but we're just sort of managing our resources accordingly and, and seeing what we can manage so um we will be releasing more information about what's coming up um over the course of the next few weeks and months um so i just encourage uh, constituents just to keep an eye on that coming through really but if you have a, an urgent need to contact us for support then please do not hesitate because we are here and we are able to support you um so please let us know it's just more the thing in terms of events and things like that that we're kind of uh that, that are still in in the organizational stages and just to kind of carry on from that in terms of upcoming events which was the next item, item on the agenda we haven't got anything uh, specifically penciled in other than the practice managers conference which is on the 27th of april this year and i'm hoping that bookings should be live by the end of this week so please keep an eye out for, for that coming into your inboxes uh, for you to be able to book um other than that i just flagged the offer uh, which um, is in place for all of our constituents through the GPM Plus service. So this is something that's facilitated by our colleagues over in North Yorkshire and Harrogate uh, at your LMC. Um, and they are sort of promoting this healthy practice package, which is an enormous array of different uh, resources, webinars, all that sort of thing, uh, which is available available to our constituents and some fantastic sort of bite sized sessions. Um, I disseminated those links to all of our attendees after the meeting, but you can access all of that on our website. So please do um, just in the interim while we get ourselves up and running again. Um, and that was that's pretty much it in terms of the support and events, Jonathan. Thank you, Maddie. Yeah, do have a look at those GPM Plus. That there really is all sorts there. We, we put them on the website, yeah. as Maddie says, and in yeah. the newsletter and so on. So yeah, it's definitely worth a look. Anything else? Any other business, Maddie? Well, we, there was some other business, but they were very specific uh, queries about. One was around temporary residents registering temporary residents. Another was about the ADHD and autism service, and um, I am going to take those away and run those past role and then we'll get back to those specific practice managers on this I won't go into those I won't labor those in too much detail um if the it, we'll probably share the outcomes of those though at the next meeting just so that everyone's aware of that because it's probably relevant to some of the other practice managers there but yeah there was there were there were a few bits and pieces but um but as I say more specific things rather than general so and I think that's probably everything for for today's session anything else you wanted to say Roland or have we covered everything uh, no, nothing to add from my side. Thanks, Jonathan. We've covered it all. Okay. So um, your next meeting uh, for Practice Managers Reference Group is 8th of Feb, 9.30 via MS Teams. And we'll update you via a podcast in due course. So it only remains to say thanks to my colleagues, Roland. Thank you, Roland. Thanks very much, Jonathan. And Maddie, who's been struggling very bravely with a cold today. Thank you, Maddie. Special thanks. Oh. Oh, I know. <laughs> Woe is me. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Join us again for another Humberside LMC's podcast. Humberside LMC's, the professional voice of general practice.